It's about time someone gets real. Bro, are you sure we're even supposed to be listening to this? Welcome to the Church Misfit Podcast with motivational and thought-provoking content designed to push you further personally, professionally, and spiritually. If this don't move you, you might be dead. Here's your host, Catalyst Collective founder, Joe Elliott. All right, so we're going to start this round, a lightning round. We're going to ask Raina some questions, get to know her really, really quick. Uh, Raina, first question, you ready? How much does a polar bear weigh? Mm. Mm. Come on now. Fat. Enough to break the ice. Ugh, killing She's me. never heard that pickup line. That's good. No, I haven't. Good joke. My turn? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was a joke that wasn't even a question. I don't have anything that clever. <laughs> I wouldn't sit right. here writing this down ahead of time. That's breaks the job. All right, we know you're married. You have kids? Yes. Okay. Worst job you ever had? Uh, working at an old folks retirement home in the dining room. Ooh, what was the worst part about that job? Uh, when the old people would poop in their pants in the dining room and leave it like little deer poop trails in the... Oh, and we man. know from last week uh, that no amount yeah. of money would make that okay. That's, That's right. exactly right. Exactly Husband right. or old people. But, but hey, if it's a trail, at least it's solid, uh, right? You can't no, lose them. No, not always. No. Okay. Cats or dogs? Mm, neither. Okay. Mm. Where's your happy place? Outside somewhere. Okay. In the woods. I don't mm. know. Mm. Last meal. Rice and something. <laughs> Dream big. I'm that attentive. All right. <laughs> oh, wait. No, you were talking about if I died. I thought you meant yeah, well, I like, just This ate. is your final, like, <laughs> the best of. Not what you had last. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I don't know. Probably some ramen. I just thought that was really sad last meal. <laughs> Dreaming big. I need some ramen. Communion. Real wine or grape juice? Uh, Ooh. Mm, real wine because it's good for the stomach. Go for it. Mm. Oh, very good. Okay. good. All right. Yeah. Cool. Where did you meet your husband? <laughs> <laughs> you know that is uh-huh. online on a video game called World of Warcraft. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh-huh. All right. That's <laughs> unique. We don't have that one every day. Uh, World no. of Warcraft brought us together. <laughs> and that, that kind of different s- states. Segues perfectly into our t- conversation oh. today, which is one life experience, one strange. Life experience (laughs) can change the course of your life forever. You just never know. All right. So we're getting into this. Now we're starting to get into these puzzle pieces here, right? Life experiences. We like to start with the heavy stuff. Um, I I like it better. It uh, helps break the ice quicker, but it's a little bit more. Like a polar bear. Exactly. Uh, It's a little bit more uncomfortable. But, uh, Raina, you can do it. You're champ. You're going to – you have no problem – Sharing all your dark secrets with the world. Or all 72 of our followers. Yes. Either way. You're good, right? Yep. All right. This is going to be good. So the reason why this is one of the puzzle pieces we need to pay attention to in the process of deciphering specific callings is that oftentimes uh, in life, our greatest pains or um, most positive experiences foreshadow things that we might get into, right? Um, what the, some, one phrase goes, you know, past pains foreshadow future passions, whatever it's, it's a lot of times we see there's a redeeming value in what we've experienced on this earth in a negative way and how we end up repurposing it in a positive way and really have a passion to do so. At the same time, the positive life experiences also tend to shape us 
and, and we we have almost something we want to pass on or pass down mm-hmm. something that was modeled so well for you that you want to make sure that you model that for others mm-hmm. so in studying this piece we we actually can learn quite a bit about ourselves so we're going to jump right into it with you and we'll start with the positive so as you look back on your life and you're thinking about experiences that stand out to you things that were really meaningful to you they could have been um, places you went to they could have been relationships you had either in the family unit friends at school maybe awards you won or things you accomplished things that you look back on and say wow this is these are some fond memories I have or a cool moment that's gonna stay with me forever what are your positive life experiences um I would definitely say the first thing that came to mind was camping and um, going on family trips, you know, driving from Texas to Colorado in a big van. And um, back then, you didn't didn't have to have seatbelts, you know, (laughs) uh, all sleeping on the floor in the van. I don't know. So camping, going on family, um, hiking and snow skiing and doing those kinds of trips together. Um, And also video games, actually. from when I was really young, we all played video games together. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Mario Kart and Super Smash Brothers and GoldenEye and all those things. And um, they're all co-op games, right? So they're all two or four player. Um, the more the better. And we would invite all the people from the neighborhood over and, you know, all these silly stinky guys mm-hmm. would be over at our house mm-hmm. and playing games and land parties and different things. Just our family was a family of gamers. And so that mm-hmm. um, that really was kind of led to positive uh, experience memories for me hence why i guess i met my husband on a video game and <laughs> here we are <laughs> so uh, so um some of the things that camping and video games have in common is there do you see any common theme between those two uh experiencing new things do working problems together I'm not quite sure uh ad- adventuring together i guess okay. in a video mm-hmm. game you kind of adventure you I don't know. You race to the top of the hill to see who can get there faster, and you defeat people in <laughs> yeah, in video games. Just I don't the know, idea competing. of together, yeah. right? Doing whatever you're doing together, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. definitely. Mm-hmm. Yes. What about middle school, high school. What stands out to you? Uh, Positive experience. Not me. Not you. I was short. Oh no. Always have been. Okay. Uh, no. Yeah. I uh, I don't have any real memorable things from middle school uh i was in band not memorable uh, <laughs> is it because you sucked at band and or what was no, it that I was, was not memorable first chair all oh. the time but it just i don't know uh it's not my thing high school i was in choir okay. and rotc which was a weird mix don't try that at home okay uh but so, i enjoy the rotc crowd so band choir rotc video games no friends, I'm guessing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I had friends. I uh, I've never really been a person for really close friends, so like didn't okay. have like sleepovers and stuff. Um, but I definitely had a many types of groups of friends. So I was friends with every group of people. Okay. I would kind of go in between every group and have friends. And I was not a boundary person like you smell. So I'm staying away from you kind of person. Okay. I made friends with everyone. Have a big family. Yes. Were those friends? Yes. Okay. That's a detail. Uh, I'm the youngest of six kids. Um, (laughs) Yes. We're, I think we're all nine years 
all six kids were had in nine years. So that's quite a feat for mm-hmm. mom. But um, so we were all really close. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we all wrestled and played. And so just the idea of not having fake boundaries between each other was always real for me. You know, always being in close proximity, always, you know, being real. Um, so I always, I think that's why I always try to make people be real. Okay. Okay. You win any awards growing up? Uh, attendance. <laughs> you got the attendance? You were that kid, huh? I was that kid. What was it? I was there. I might not have done good, but I was there. Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So, uh, all right. That I, mean, I got the Grumpy Award in, yeah. in middle school. In high school, that is so uh, yeah, fitting. Middle school. No, they could have given. They could have given it to me. They still could. I get it. <laughs> you know, I kind of have a RBF thing going on before there was RBF, and now I'm, you know, whatever. So, uh, so uh, okay, uh, attendance award. Congrats. <laughs> Thanks. Mm-hmm. Congrats. <laughs> um, yeah. All right. Well, let's uh, let's switch over to the uh, negative side of things. I mean, you look back, same kind of question, and you're looking at things that that were difficult, that were challenging, that were uh, er times or pockets in your life where um, it it was, there was just adversity. Um, You know, what are some negative life experiences that stand out to you? Um, Well, as I said, I'm the youngest of six kids. Um, There's two girls, two boys, and then two girls. And um, my parents... uh, you know, we growing up, I I never saw them fight. I never I never saw any um, any negative outward signs of a bad family. Um, I don't think anyone did. Um, but on the interior of things, my dad somehow don't know how it got there, but was was sexually molesting my three older sisters for many years, um, and nobody knew. Not even my obviously not my mom. Um, and when that all came out, it just broke. It broke my mom. It broke, you know, their, the, all of our family. I mean, we were all still together, aside from my dad. He went to jail uh, for, I think, like eight or ten years. Um, so I, I basically never saw him after that. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was, I think, when I was around third grade. Mm-hmm. Um, so we moved a couple wow. times, mm-hmm. moved in a house of my grandparents and um, – all of us were actually homeschooled up until then, I'm pretty sure. And that actually triggered putting us into public school because my mom then had to work. Um, so that was a real awkward change for everybody. I was fine because I was mm-hmm. in third grade. But um, uh, that was a, a real weird shift for everything. But somehow, through it all, I don't I don't remember feeling anything negative. Like, like I said, I never saw any fighting. Um, I didn't know what was happening. I wasn't really told anything for a good reason um and i don't know why he went to jail you know i didn't i didn't know where he was really i didn't ask him any questions thinking about it um and so i didn't i didn't know any of the negative and so i was kind of in this bubble of i wasn't abused and i had five siblings who were or were definitely affected by that and um i was somehow in this bubble where my mind and my body were all kept pure in in what way or another and so i kind of went through this life like seeing my family in wreckage and being the one to reach out to them and lift them up and encourage them and play and be playful and still have a you know a childlike attitude where that was taken away from the rest of them um and 
and to still have a rosy outlook on life. Um, so I guess kind of what you would say, ignorance is bliss. Um, but I definitely see the Lord protecting me in so many ways from so many things that could have happened in all of that. Um, the, the negative side of all that is that I didn't have a, a father figure um, speaking into any area of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, Did your mom re- marry at some point? Or no. no. Okay. Uh, well, I mean, she is now, but that was... Yeah. But not while you ten, were growing up. Ten plus years of being okay. single with no boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I had no men, no father figure, no you know leader really uh, mm-hmm. speaking into my life and at any point and, and telling me what they see in me or what you know I could do or asking me questions about myself. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just kind of lived many, many years um, up until recently, I guess, uh, in this just kind of vacuum of I'm not thinking about who I really am. I'm not thinking about what I'm going to do. I'm just, there's nothing. Um, I'm just being and I'm living in the moment and being, you know, positive as I can to people. Mm-hmm. But I don't have any direction. I have no goals. I have no uh, purpose plan. You know, I've got no 10-year plan kind of thing. Um, it's It was just, I, I didn't really think about it. Right. Well, one, I want to say thank you for having the courage to share stuff like that um, because that's deep, that's real, uh, and, uh, and I, I think ultimately helpful uh, to those that are listening and watching because a lot of people don't want to go there, right? A lot of people can have um, can have some things in their life that they'd rather not ever think about again. Mm-hmm. It's still impacting them, but they don't give it any attention or thought. And when that happens, it's difficult to repurpose anything or see it redeemed uh, because you've you've severed you've tried to sever that from your life and and pretend it's not there when you can't do that it's there and so um, and so what what I hear in your story is there I hear I do hear a lot of of grace in that in that exactly as you, you described man it's being the youngest being protected and shielded from that it's almost like you know you're able to still be uh, a joy, a light to your family through their darkness, mm-hmm. you know, and through through some of that stuff. So I imagine, so you grew up going to church, mm-hmm. so I imagine that had to have some impact on the way at least your siblings and your mom potentially related to God. I mean, how did that go? I mean, you were all church family beforehand, and then post this coming to light, yeah. you maintained your faith. What about everybody else, and how was that for you? Was that um, well? My parents were on the worship team, so that made it even more of a doozy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, I wouldn't say that it caused them all to lose their faith at that point, but something definitely shifted in the boys. Um, and my two oldest sisters went on mission trips. Um, st- you know, still went on long DTS mission trips for a while, um, but. I don't know. It's made yeah. it really rocky. It's made yeah. it really confusing, and one of them has kind of gone the other way. But mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> two of them circled back around, you know, circled away and circled back around, um, and one is yet to circle around. But uh, it definitely made them have a lot of obstacles <laughs> in, yeah. in a lot of areas to overcome. Um, okay. Yeah. So what 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 other things as you look back any other life experiences that you felt like shaped you negatively or positively at this point? And it's okay, you don't have to go into a lot of detail, but just whatever comes to your mind. Like this was a 
this was a cool moment, this was a cool friendship or something we experienced even post high school now? Uh, well, there's a lot post high school. Um, you know, meeting my husband on World of Warcraft, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, I moved uh, since I graduated. I moved to a couple of different places and with my aunt at one point, with one of my sisters at another point. Um, and those those different relationships kind of impacted me for those seasons. So I definitely see the Lord kind of moving me as like a chess piece, you mm-hmm. know, um, <clears throat> to have me in a place that I needed to be in at that time. Um, uh, I think maybe just the freedom I was given to mm-hmm. figure things out um, at that time I was in. Each, each time I think was... Re- really a big thing for me to be able to be free and be creative and I wrote a lot of songs wrote a lot of music play guitar um and uh I, I wrote a lot of songs during okay. that post high school time okay of figuring well, things I mean, out <laughs> in the first episode you talked about a calling being something you can't get away from <laughs> and like just a couple of these themes throughout your life that you can't get away from they seem to keep coming back up and I was gonna ask like did you go into the army after ROTC or did you keep on with band or choir? And it sounds like you kept up with some of those, maybe. But uh, no, I never planned on going in the military. Um, I, the only reason I joined ROTC was because my sister was in it, and so I already had a great friend base okay. in there. So when I got in high school, I just joined it because the people. Um, <clears throat> never planned to go in the military. Never did. Uh, but I sing, always have, and I lead worship. Um, so I definitely see leading worship as you know, as a calling. I don't know all of my callings, but it has been and still is a calling right now for me. Yeah. Sing coming in here. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Always. Check out our mixtape. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so here's what you do with this. Um, and, and, you know, if you're listening and you're, you're sitting here and you're thinking through your own life experiences. You got to pretend like you don't know anything else about yourself but those life experiences. In fact, that's why it's helpful when you're going through the purpose project to go through it with somebody else who can look at you objectively and all that kind of stuff. So if we didn't know anything else about you and, and right now people listening, most of them don't, Mm -hmm. all they know is what you shared from your positive and negative life experiences. And we're talking about this idea of what that might foreshadow for your future. I'll throw out a couple of things that I heard that I see. And then Zach, if there's anything that you see, you throw out there too. One is, um, uh, firstly, on the, on, on the neg- negative side of things, uh, you know, it, it I could see you becoming somebody who is a counselor of sorts to folks who have had uh, who have either been victims of a, of abuse or come out of really hard home situations, only because you have been up close and personal and seen the way that. Um, uh, you know, abuse impacts your brothers and sisters, your family members. And so it'd be natural for you to not only because you have a deeper understanding of that issue and probably a greater empathy and compassion for that area to move into something like that. I also heard, though, at the, on, on the same token, on the positive side of things, when you're talking about, you know, your family getting together, you're talking about community, even what you just said with ROTC, joining the group because there was already a friend base there relationships are so big for you. They mean a lot to you. They are life-giving to you, and I think it sounds like it, you're life-giving to those as well. As you talked about, you know, just kind of, you know, being the goofball or the 
whatever in the family that you can come lighten you know the mood of sorts when you walk into places so i i, I picture things like community relationships um encouraging people um you know those are those are things that i think are key aspects that i'm looking at just your life experiences and saying this has to play a big part mm-hmm. in what might be coming for you zach what anything yeah. stand out to you yeah i think in generally i mean i see community as a thread from mm-hmm. the van rides to colorado to, to friend groups and all throughout that thread maybe you taking on the burdens of others and bringing others joy in its place mm-hmm. and so mentor counselor you know those different types of fields where you're able to help other people through their mess uh, bonus content if you go and take a test called the enneagram my bet right now is you're on type eight, which is like their whole heart cry is to alleviate the pains of others and take people on adventures and tell jokes, do whatever they can to help those people out of that, that situation. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, I mean, like choir and band and just knowing you play music, like mm-hmm. that being a more specific calling and another way to love people and help them out of the situation they're at. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, absolutely. And I think also it's it's worth noting and although we only touched on it briefly in this episode, you mentioned your relationship with God and um how you've you've been able to maintain that through all the ups and downs throughout your life. So as I look forward into, you know, what what may be coming, I see ways in which you can leverage that faith you have in God. What does that look like in, in context with community relationships, maybe people that are in pain and hurting, that kind of thing. Um, and so, so that's a that's a great place to kind of pause. And a lot of people are like, all right, let's move on to the next one. Well, you got to mm-hmm. keep keep building one one piece at a time, one piece at a time. And the next yeah. piece that we're going to discuss is we're going to layer in something called spiritual gifts, right? Which is, uh, for the Christian, something that we're familiar with and maybe don't know a whole lot about. And for someone who doesn't come from a church background, they get weirded out by that idea. And I just want to say, listen, you don't. if that's uncomfortable to you, you can skip this is the one that this next episode is the next one that I give you permission to skip and you don't have to be weirded out by it. But if you are curious about it, then I think ahead of time you should go to spiritualgiftstest.com and go ahead and take it and, and, and read about, at least read about the idea of spiritual gifts. Um, but if you don't, no harm, no foul. We're going to go into that next time and layer that onto this puzzle piece of life experiences. Yeah. Yeah. Real quick on this one, I think, so for me, when I did this the first time, unpacking some of the stuff that I'd stuffed and compartmentalized for so long was really difficult. And uh, I think that's a lot of people's case. Some people identify the positive more quickly. Other people identify the negative like right off the bat. And it's hard to get down to the positive. So this step right here can take some time. Mm -hmm. And I think it is really helpful to be able to unpack with other people. So find somebody you're close to, or if somebody's unpacking some of these things and they're really uncomfortable, they can all, you can always reach out to us either on YouTube or Facebook or whatever. And we'd love to be there to support and and fight through some of those things with you. Absolutely. And in fact, Zach, you share your life experiences in the purpose project videos that we, we have online. So so through that course, we actually go through your pieces and kind of define that. So that's another great example that uh, you might kind of lean on and go take a look at to 
get a feel for how this part works. So now let's go to superpowers. Let's do it. I'm ready. All right. Good job, Reina. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. That was the swankiest dab I've ever seen. (laughs) (laughs) For more free content from Joe and his team of church misfits, visit www.catalystcollective.community.